From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Tuesday, June 7th. I'm Sarah Wright. In the first round of budget hearings this morning, the Board of Supervisors agreed to use $250,000 from the PG&E settlement money for a water agency, though the structure and duties of the agency have yet to be defined. And the Board asked staff to revise plans for enhanced code enforcement, even as Code Enforcement Manager John Burks reported that in the last year, his staff has more than doubled the number of cases closed with compliance. The Board set aside $500,000 last year for enhanced code enforcement, but that money has not been used yet. And there's more money to combat illegal weed. Sheriff Matt Kendall has $600,000 from the state for overtime and per diem costs for large-scale busts. He says he's expecting a busy summer, and he's willing to share those funds with code enforcement. But the county is facing a number of shortfalls with over a million dollars a month in health care claims. Cannabis taxes are down by about $5 million, and FEMA has not yet committed to about $8 million of expenses the county fiscal team hoped would be eligible for federal assistance. But county worker Jenna Bunker cried foul over a hefty wage increase for half a dozen management positions as other workers have been offered a 0% wage increase. I think if you can afford to raise pay for these positions anywhere from 8 to 14%, you can afford to give the rest of us a reasonable cost of living adjustment increase. The union is planning a noontime rally tomorrow outside the county building. And concerns about overwhelming the health care system are back. Public Health Officer Dr. Andy Korn provided a quick COVID update, saying that case rates are up 500% and hospitalizations have increased by 300%. We know that these are underestimates now because of the use of uh, over-the-counter home tests that are not reported. There are three outbreaks uh, in the county, and this has placed us into the CDC's highest transmission risk level. Other counties in the state are going through this same wave. Alameda has reinstituted their universal indoor mask order, and Los Angeles is preparing. So I and others in our public health team are watching this very carefully. As much as we do not like this, we must consider mandating universal indoor masks for our county to preserve access to hospital care. One of the items that will be taken up tomorrow is a proposal to put a water and fire tax on the November ballot. Early projections are that the tax would generate $7 million a year. But the Citizens Committee for the Library Initiative, which has been gathering signatures for a quarter-cent tax to fund the libraries, has come out against it, calling it a competing tax. And Supervisor Dan Jurdy sent a five-point memo to his colleagues, arguing against it. Supervisor John Haschak agreed in a brief interview that it's the wrong moment for the tax, though as a member of the Drought Task Force, he does support funding a water agency. Jurdy said he'd already found a way to free up some money. I think our last meeting, I identified over 250000 I think it was over $300,000. Um, that is very available to the majority of this board. The majority would vote for it. Um, we have an ordinance that this board can amend that says the county will provide a 50-cent match for every dollar collected by the Business Improvement District, the Tourism Commission of the county. Um, I'm supporting that, and I have supported it all these years. But at this point, I no longer support that match to apply to the business improvement fees collected within the cities. If we were to only match, make that match, amend the ordinance to make that match for revenues collected by lodging operators in the unincorporated county, we would free up over $300,000 of the county general fund. And since they, they've told us that their plan is to increase their advertising budget by 92% this year, this is the perfect year 
to not provide that city match. They don't, they would still have an increase in their marketing budget, just not a 92% increase. Meanwhile, we could spend that $300,000 on other essential county services. But ideas about a countywide water agency have not been refined. Dirty suggested a committee approach with members from around the county allocating funds to various communities for their specific needs. Supervisor Glenn McCordy suggested rehiring Josh Metz, whom he said had been crucial in bringing water money into the county. He also thought someone at the UC Davis Extension office might be a good fit to head up an agency. Supervisor Ted Williams characterized the situation. I think we have a water crisis. I mean, we have a climate change crisis. We have a staffing shortage crisis, a living wage crisis, housing crisis. This county is all about crisis. So if it were just one or two, I would be all over supporting this. My, my worry is that we go down this path of spending $350,000 and we've created some bureaucracy that doesn't generate a drop of water. And I, I wonder, would it be more eff- effective for the water districts to work with outside consultants? Could they work with Josh directly and leave the county out of it? Because if you put us in the middle of that, the, um, the accounting and the office space and the staffing, everything that goes into public employment, uh, I don't see a lot of water coming out of it. At the moment, the water agency is lodged in the County Department of Transportation, along with $190,000, which Director Howard DeShiel said is enough to cover the bare minimum. CEO Darcy Antle said the money the county received last year from the State Department of Water Resources is only for hauling water to residents. But there is close to a million dollars elsewhere. So those funds are not an option at this time. The only other money that is if you want to use it, it's a one-time fund, PG&E, 960K set aside for local match for water type grants. So you would be depleting your set aside for future grants um, underwater if you were to use those funds. McGordy and Haschak agreed to come back to the board with a plan by September when another round of state water grants is expected to become available. The board will meet again tomorrow. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news, with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.